Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Let's go to the Word of God together. I'm only going to share a very brief period of time with us. We've been speaking this month on one of the names given to Jesus at His birth, Emmanuel. It literally means God with us. Now, I know some of you here will have heard people pray or perhaps even been taught to pray things like this. Now, Lord, we ask you to be with us. And uh, some of us, we've never really thought about what that means. But without kind of shooting too many holes in your sacred cow, let me just say you never need to pray, actually. Lord, be with me because he's already said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I don't ask him or need to ask him to come with me anywhere. He said, I'm always there. I'm Emmanuel, God with us. Now, some of us will have had a 2018 where it's been very obvious that he was with us. You've seen obvious blessing, obvious answers, obvious help, obvious guidance. And that's fantastic. Some of the rest of you here have had the kind of 2018 where you go, you know what? He said he was there, but I'm struggling to see his handprint anywhere in my life. Maybe that's you. But the truth is, he's been there. I shared this with our staff up in Cambodia on Thursday night, 350 of them, plus another 53 interns. That, that's 53 out of 55 that graduated high school this year. 53 of them are at university. I hope to bring you the video of that in the next couple of weeks. Well worth seeing some of what God did in that place. Hopefully, I'll show you the video of the two 12-year-olds, one of whom made the final four of The Voice Cambodia and her friend that also was successful in getting onto The Voice Cambodia. Amazing talent. And to see the parents involved in, in, in giving people that before had been simply in the slums. But you know... Uh, when you see all of that kind of stuff happening around about you, it's obvious that you can go, well, God was there in that in a remarkable way. And we thank God for every evidence of him. But let me take you to something that uh, I was telling you about, the, uh, about what I shared with the staff. And I haven't got time to go into it, but I'll just say this much, that when you study the life of Joseph, everywhere he went, he had trouble. Everywhere he went, he had trouble at home where he got the dream. He had trouble in Potiphar's house where God took him next. He had trouble in the prison where God took him next. And then finally God gets him to the palace. But every single one of those, and I don't have the time to go through it, every single one of those, all the trouble did was push him closer to his destiny. That's all it ever did. It took him every step of the way, just one bit closer to his destiny. But I want to take you to... Uh, a couple of scriptures that uh, I think can help us understand because tonight we want to pray with you for clarity in your life. For some of you, the Holy Spirit will speak prophetically to you. I've got no doubt about that because he's already been talking to me about people that are here and I know that he's going to do that, not because we generate it, but because he's a God who loves his kids and wants to speak to us and wants his voice to be known. The Bible talks about that in 1 Corinthians 12 and 14 about the gifts of the Holy Spirit and about the gift of prophecy. It talks about it in Acts 2.17. There's a whole lots of places where Scripture speaks about the voice of God. 
and that he comes to speak to our life. I know that he will do that tonight, but we're not praying for anyone to get a prophetic word, but we are praying for clarity. We're going to believe God with everyone here for clarity. Some of you, your clarity will come by someone praying with you and you'll hear something and go, wow, that's right. Some of you, the clarity will come to you somewhere this week. And quite frankly, I don't know about you. If I hear from God, I don't mind when it is, where it is, how it comes. I just want to hear from God. Amen. So uh, just we trust God with that. Here we go. Acts chapter 16, verse 6. Next, Paul and Silas traveled through the area of Phrygia and Galatia because the Holy Spirit had prevented them from preaching the word in the province of Asia at that time. Then coming to the borders of Mysia, they headed north of the province of Bithynia, but again, the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them to go there. So instead, they went on through Mysia to the seaport of Troas. That night, Paul had a vision. A man from Macedonia in northern Greece was standing there pleading with him, come over to Macedonia and help us. So we decided to leave for Macedonia at once, having concluded that God was calling us to preach the good news there. You know, this is the only time I know of in Paul's ministry where he just doesn't go somewhere. You know, he, he knew that God had called him to be a preacher to the Gentiles. So he just went looking for Gentiles wherever he happened to be. But in this case, he gets a very definite word from God saying, go to Macedonia. Now he goes to Macedonia and there is no clarity for him whatsoever as to what this is going to look like or what he's going to find. But there is absolute certainty for Paul of this is my calling and this is my mission. Can I say to you tonight, never confuse clarity and certainty. You may have had little or no clarity, but we always have certainty of our call. You are called by God. I am called by God. Every believer is called of God. And we're certain that's why the Apostle Paul begins every epistle saying Paul called to be an apostle. That's not because he had a prophetic word every time he wrote it. That's because there were some things that he just knew. Can I say to you tonight that the things that you know implicitly and intrinsically in your life, deep in the inside, are always the most powerful things in your life when you know that you know. And you know what? I may not always have clarity about what the future looks like, but I can always live with certainty. We always have the certainty of our call. We always have the certainty of mission. We always have the certainty of ultimate outcome. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28 says, but we know, but we know that's certainty. We know that all things work together for good. So it is impossible for you and I to go through something that will not somehow or other turn out to be for good. It's actually impossible. I can't go through something. Now, you might argue with me and say, Jeff, you don't understand the things I've been through. And I'd say, yeah, but you haven't finished living yet. Because sometimes you don't discover till years later uh, at times that there was a reason behind that. You know, God, I'm not saying God sent it. I'm saying that God can make everything. He didn't say some things or the good things. He said, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and the called according to his purpose. You go, well, so what? Really, this guy's got a word from God. But now I want to read to you in 2 Corinthians chapter 7. Uh, for all those of you here who go, oh, if I just got a word from God, all my problems are over. 
I read this recently, just in my daily journaling. I went, hello, I remember Macedonia. Let me read it to you. 2 Corinthians 7 verse 4. I have the highest confidence in you and I take great pride in you. You have greatly encouraged me and made me happy despite all our troubles. When we arrived in Macedonia, the very place God said go there, when we arrived in Macedonia, there was no rest for us. We faced conflict from every direction, battles on the outside, fear on the inside. Can you imagine? You've had a vision telling you to go to that place and when you turn up, everything is horrible. Everything goes pear-shaped. But remember what I said, no clarity, but lots of certainty. He didn't know what was going on. He didn't understand how it was going to work out. Very little clarity, but he had lots of certainty in his life. And God's leading does not ever mean that there's no difficulties. It never means, well, if I just, if the Lord speaks, it's all going to be fine. He turns up and it's a difficult place. However, remember what I said, Romans 8 verse 28, all things work together for good. Go back and read on from 2 Corinthians 7. He spends the next two chapters, well, the rest of chapter 7, three chapters boasting about the very place that it was his most difficult. So it started poor, but it ended up amazing. The place of his greatest difficulty became he took three whole chapters simply to boast about the Macedonians and their generosity. So it went from a place of tightness, restriction, difficulty to a place of great blessing. Never confuse clarity with certainty. If you don't have clarity, understand you can always have certainty. God loves me. He's with me. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. He'll make everything work together for good. And even if I'm in the valley of the shadow of death, he'll lead me on from that place. So what have I got to do when I'm in one of those kinds of places? Because some of you here will be. Well, this is what I believe every one of us need to do. Don't confuse clarity with certainty, but commit to trust. Trusting God is not the passive fallback that people often say it as. Well, nothing left to do but trust God. As though somehow or other we've tried everything else and now we might as well let God have a go. You know, like we've done everything we can do. Oh, hello, I hope you can do something, God. You know, well, I'm trusting. Most times when people say, well, I'm trusting God means I've exhausted myself. <laughs> can I suggest to you that trusting God requires commitment? I've been around long enough, uh, literally for my own life and to observe in the lives of others that all trust requires commitment. I don't know about anybody else here, but... You know, sometimes I trust God and it lasts about a half a second. Or am I the only honest person in the building? You know, it lasts about maybe not even a half a second. And how many people ever woke in the middle of the night and it's come ramping in and it's all over you and you, you know, you, you know, you wake up and the whole thing is all bad and it's like, oh God, and you know, you bring it. But you told God, I have literally written in my journal, Lord, I trust you. And before I walked out of my study, I wasn't trusting him anymore. Huh? I think you've got to commit to trust. You know, if you're committed to the gym, you don't go, well, you know, I think I'll go. Maybe I won't go. Well, you know, I feel like, no, I don't feel like it. 
Well, you know, maybe I will. You know, uh, you don't go there in the good days, you go in all the days. Isn't that right? Why? Because you're committed to it. Exactly the same way. If you commit to trust, you just go, you know, that's where I'm going to stay in our brain. You're going to work. You're going you're gonna to trust God. You know, amen. I'm, I'm only up to doing that about mm, 50 million times, I think. And sometimes over just one issue, I'm going to commit to trust. It's not a fallback option. It's the first step in every journey. God's got so many ways that we haven't thought of because it goes on and says in verse 6, but God who encourages those who are discouraged encouraged us by the arrival of Titus. I love that because, you know, right there, the apostle Paul didn't need another vision. He needed someone. And God said, I know who I'll send. I'm going to send this guy Titus. He's, He's such an encourager. And he's going to turn up at just the right time and he's going to bless you. And God knew what that man needed at that moment so that his life could power on from there. Trust requires firm commitment. So I want to encourage you tonight as we're going to pray with people for clarity in your life. I believe clarity will come. But even if clarity doesn't turn up in the way you think, step back and say, God, but this one thing I know. But this is what I know. But God, this is what I know. This is what I know. You've always got to make a choice. This is what I know. And then commit to trust in your life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for everyone that's here. And Lord, some of us have had the 2018 of our dreams, all the things that have worked out so well. Others of us here, Lord, have had difficult ones, challenging times. We're looking for your handprint, not sure we see it. But Lord, help us, we pray in Jesus' name. Speak to hearts and lives tonight. But Lord, do it according to your will, not our will. Lord, you don't always tell us what we want, but you always supply what we lack. And we thank you for that tonight in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for anybody here who doesn't have a relationship with Jesus. They might know about him and know that he died and that he was born and Christmas is when we celebrate that. And they may have even read the Bible or bits of it, but Lord, they don't know you and walk with you. I pray that tonight they'll say yes to you. I pray that tonight they'll open their heart to you and allow you to come into their life to be their saviour because Lord, you want to be more than a distant relative. You want to be more than the father who's somewhere way away. You want to walk with us through every part of life and I thank you for that in Jesus' name. One of the remarkable things this year in our church has been this. I actually got pastors almost every week now saying to me, can we pinch that? Can we use that? I go, of course, we're not patenting it. Uh, Yes text. I love the fact that you can privately say yes to Christ in a very safe place. Just by texting yes to 0488-826-392. Grab one of these. It's got the number on it, 0488-826-392. You can text yes and tomorrow morning or the day after you do it, 7 a.m., you'll get a a scripture and a prayer that fits on one screen of your smartphone. And the scripture is there to really help you to see this is what God says about your life. The prayer is because we know a lot of times people go, I don't know how to start praying. And so you can read it out loud or you can just pray it in your mind and it'll help you get started walking with Jesus. And I would so encourage you to do that. I'd simply text yes to that number. Let me say it again because some people listen to this on podcast and wherever you are in Australia, we'll, we'll have it soon 
Uh, so no matter where you are in the world, you can do it. But at 0488826392. 